to the Lady Coco Show. How is everybody doing on this Wednesday evening? Um, generally, we don't do interviews on Wednesday, but I have a very, very special guest from Jackson, Mississippi. So Wednesday is very, very vibrant for Lady Coco tonight. Um, let me say hello to Mr. Daryl Simmons. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Daryl? Man, I'm fantastic. I'm, I'm so happy to be here with you on your platform tonight. Yeah, and I'm so happy to have you back for the second time. Yeah, for the second time. That's right. Yes. And you looking good over there. You smelling good, too? Oh, yeah. I'm always smelling good. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, all I need to do is ask the wife, right? That's um, right. Are you smelling good? I know you're looking good, but she'll tell us like, okay, yeah, you know, he this <laughs> sounds something different, but so. but look, she just let me she just let me break off. She let me break off to come do the interview. We, we we're actually doing flowers out in the flower bed. She's outside in the flower bed now. Oh, bless her. You know, I don't even know your wife, but I love her so much just to look at her <laughs> and see you all together. It just really touches my soul. It does. Oh, I so, appreciate that. How long have you been with that lovely lady? Well, we've been together about 11 years. We've been married going on nine. Oh, wow. So you yeah. have broken record because some of us can't go, what they say, one month, three months. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. You, you stepped over some things. So that is awesome. But listen, I am so honored to have you here. I'm sharing a little bit. If you want to share, see if you can share on your end. And okay. then we're going to um, get this thing rolling. That's what I'm doing. And welcome everybody to the Lady Coco Show. Mr. J.O. Thomas is in here. Mr. Big Truck Driver. <laughs> he is here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mr. Yeah, Big Truck Driver. He's going to be coming to the Lady Coco Show. Um, he's going to kick us off for the month of um, June. So listen, let me give you all a little bit of information. Um, this coming weekend, I'm going to be in Lufkin, Texas. Um, it is A.L. Big Baby Fleming's birthday bash out there. And we have A.V.L. Hollywood. We have um, Jason A. We have Lake Sky. We have O.B.B. Cannon. We have Jay Hammer, the blind sensation. We have, I don't want to miss anybody, um, T. Marvin. We have um, the country boy. And I'm hoping I'm not missing anybody hosted by your girl, Lady Coco and Miss A. We are all from 103.7 Mix in Lufkin, Texas. I just left um, Thomasville, Georgia with DJ Tucker. Let me tell y'all, we had a phenomenal time in Thomasville, Georgia. You, you were trucking? They showed out so bad. In Thomasville, I showed out with them too. <laughs> so I'm I'm still tired. I just got home yesterday. <laughs> wow! So I just made it a mini vacation, and I believe um the month of June we have a show in Greenville, Texas. Um, that promoter is Tenora Smith. I cannot begin to name all those artists. I believe it's at least eighteen artists on that show. Wow! 
So I won't start naming. That's one of the biggest shows um, I'm hosting this year is in Greenville, Texas. Okay. So that's the month of June. It's June 17th, Greenville, Texas. And we have July. There's a show in Houston, Texas. Um, they have several shows um, for the 4th of July weekend. Um, that promoter out there, he um, has a comedian club and he's working with venues also. And so he's putting shows together um, with the comedy club also with Southern Soul. So we have a show that's coming up July 2nd. Um, let me see who we have. August. August, I'm going to be in Tampa, Florida with um, Derek the Chainsman Smith. We have a show out there. And then also August 25th, I will be in California with Show J Promotions. That show has um, um, LJ Eccles and we have Lacey. She's on that show. And it's a band out there also from um, California. I always forget the name, but Show J Promotions is over that show. And let's see, September, September 2nd, I want to be in Tyler Town. Mississippi with Jason A, um, Mr. Fred Lowe, Walt Jeezy, um, Tony T, the producer, he's my co-host for that night. We have um, Drea CSRJR. We're going to be there in Tyler Town. Also in November, I'm going to be in Gambia. That's over in Africa. Hosting the wow. there. Wow. So we're just all over the place. Um, for 2023. So God is good. He's opening those doors and making ways. Yes. So December, I'm wide open. But also in October, I have a Blue Heart Diva conference that we're doing right here in the city of Dallas. And then we have a birthday bash that same day with um, Tenor. We have Jeff Floyd, Dee Dee Simon, and um, Mr. Fred Lowe. And we have, I believe we're going to have um, Queen Danae on that show. Also, she's part of the conference. And that is October 14th, right here in Dallas, Texas. So we got a lot going on, Daryl. So what do you have going on besides all of these dates that I'm giving? Man, let me see. Uh, Friday, this Friday, I'll be in Vicksburg, Mississippi. Uh, okay. Saturday, I'll be in Greenville, Mississippi. I'm doing production on those shows. Uh, I can't remember all the artists that are on the show. I think uh, Jay Marsh Group is on both shows. Mm -hmm. uh, you got Jeff Floyd, uh, Jeter Jones. Um, man, I can't I can't remember everybody. I, I have to see the flyers. But I got that going on. And then uh, in July, we have the Mississippi, uh, Jackson Mississippi Music Awards to be going on. Uh, mm -hmm. Around the end of July, around uh, July 23rd, 24th. Let me see this next day. Yeah, the 23rd and 24th Jackson Music Awards. That's a that's a big deal. Um, and I just can't think of all the shows. I got some more shows going on within the next couple of months. I just can't call them all right now. Absolutely. I know you can't. But you know what? I want you to, um, before we get off into the interview, elaborate a little bit about the awards show um, in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, for okay. the ones that are on here, if you don't know who this is, this is um, my brother. I call him my brother now because we've been just hanging in there and swinging things around, um, Mr. Gerald Simmons. 
So welcome to the to the Lady Coco Show. So go ahead and elaborate a little bit about the Jackson um, Awards. Okay, the Jackson Music Awards, uh, it's a full weekend. Uh, of course, we have a gospel awards on Sunday night. It's, it's fantastic, phenomenal artists. Uh, it's a great networking tool. Let me add that to also to any new artists coming out. The Jackson Music Awards is a great networking tool. Uh, I encourage any artist to join, to become a part of it. Uh, on Monday night, we have the, the, the Blues Awards, the R&B Southern Soul Awards. Uh, and like I said, it's all a great networking tool, great artists, great show. Uh, Lady Coco, I'm going to send you the information, the flyers and stuff of all the artists who will be there, all the awards we'll be honoring, uh, honorees we'll be honoring and so forth. And, That's uh, what I need to do because I want to make sure I can bring some of the people that, you know, work with me and we can possibly meet because I have a lot of people in Mississippi. I look, I'm looking at Tyler Town. They're yeah. in the tonight. And so I want to bring some of those people along. And so I want to make sure we have the ticket information and I can also bring some of those new and upcoming artists, you know, that I support and promote and allow yeah. them to see what the Jackson Awards is all about. Last year, I saw the photos. I'm like, oh my God, I should have been there. And yeah. I, I plan to be there this year and I want to bring people with me. So they might need to give us a table or a section or something because I believe I can bring some people to okay. that. So. I'll, I'll get all that information to you. Uh, and so far, uh, the, the website also, we give everything to you before the night is over with. So I've been much. production manager for the Jackson Music Awards for a number of years now. Um, we have a fantastic committee of people. Jesse Thompson is the president. Lee King is, is uh, a, a vice president. Um, we have a complete staff, uh, well-rounded uh, individuals, uh, uh, professional musical uh, individuals that's handling the award. So uh, it's, it's just wow. a wonderful thing. Just a wonderful thing. That's amazing. So listen, everybody, once again, this is Mr. Daryl Simmons. And, you know, if you don't know who he is, he's always sharing and promoting himself. And it's nothing like being on the Daryl Simmons stage. Oh, it's wow. Nothing, you know, so um, for all of you upcoming artists that don't know who he is, if you're on the line and you know of any upcoming artists, Please reach out to myself or reach out to Daryl Simmons, and you'll find yourself on the Daryl Simmons stage. Right, and it's powerful over there. I often hear people talk about, you know, Daryl Simmons. He's a, a big time promoter of his stage. Um, he put people there that possibly shouldn't be there, but because of who he is, he allowed you to be on his stage. So I'm going <laughs> to read just a little bit. Um, Forty years of this thing with Daryl Simmons. So I hope y'all are listening. And if you're not listening, you can come back and listen because this is being recorded. We're streaming from five different platforms tonight. And so you might see my head going from side to side because tonight we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on iHeartRadio, we're on Google, and we're also on YouTube and Facebook. So that's six. So I'm talking to everybody that's on the platform with Lady Co. I see some of my um, viewers over there on YouTube that's on the live this evening. So you all can share also on my um, YouTube page. Um, Stoner Radio is here. They're making it possible. They're working behind the scenes. So y'all can see and hear who Mr. Daryl Simmons is from Jackson, Mississippi. That's right. Jackson, Mississippi. That's yes. Right. So let me give you all a little bit 
Okay. Um, I don't want to say everything that he said to me. He says, um, hashtag on my stage over the years, if you want to share, I'm just reading what he sent to me because I want y'all to hear who he is. This is what he gave to me. Um, if you want to share a portion of them, we can. We'll talk about what's on this stage. Um, I really don't have anything to share, but he has so much to share. I basically got this platform to talk about and an extensive musical background to chat about with having over 40 years of experience in music. I've worked with everyone from B.B. King to the now Lady Coco. That's me. Hello, everybody. <laughs> I've been a musician, a, what is this, a radio? A, a, roadie? a roadie? A road manager, a stage manager, a promoter of music, a production manager, as well as a true supporter of all genres of music. I've seen a lot of the current Southern soul stars actually begin their careers. Many of them were even teenagers and have developed into superstars. So I guess we can elaborate on some of those things and so on. I'm just thrilled to be a part of your platform. That is Mr. Daryl Simmons. He didn't know I was going to read it, but I, I made sure that I was going to read this tonight. So welcome once again, you all, um, to all the fans out there that follows Daryl Simmons. This is who this man is. And everything goes on on Daryl Simmons' stage. Welcome again. I'm going to clap. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, let, let me start out by saying uh, I really started this platform as, as just a hobby because uh, I do a lot of sound production work. And as I was doing those things, I started filming them. And then I started putting it on, on film. And, and I was like, man, what can I do with this? So through Facebook, I started, you know, uh, featuring different artists and different shows I was doing. And it just became on my stage. And that name, a lot of people don't know, really came from uh, the late great male waiters. Uh, we were on a show one time and uh, Mel walked up and said, man, you you never know who's on Daryl's stage. And we just laughed about it and laughed about it. And so when I got ready to start this platform, that was the, the vision that I saw about on my stage. Uh, a lot of people get it. A lot of people get it kind of construed because they think on my stage, I mean, I'm a, a artist, a, a show promoter and I'm doing shows and it's on my stage. But it's really not that I'm more of a promoter of music, not a show promoter. I don't put shows together. You know, I'm not that type of promoter. So uh, that's kind of how that came along on Soul Music wow. Session. Uh, I have worked with everybody in the business that, uh, that a lot of people know. I mean, from B.B. King. Back in the days, I ran, uh, me and a friend of mine named Johnny McGee, who owned the sound company. We did sound for everybody that came from Mississippi and really kind of throughout the South, Alabama, some of Florida, uh, Georgia. Uh, but we, we tagged along kind of with, in those days, was Tyrone Davis, uh, Willie Clay, Lil Milton Campbell, uh, Bobby Blueland, mm -hmm. Barbie you know, so Shirley Brown, Lynn White. I mean, we just had a variety of artists that we, that, that we worked with due to the fact that we were really working with the show promoters that were, from, that were, that were bringing those artists. And uh, we just built a relationship with them. Uh, a lot of them. They would come to the show and see us, and they didn't even want to sound check this man. Y'all got us, don't you know? So uh, that's kind of how my background is went. 
And so far as the, oh, yeah. uh, some of the kids being teenagers, yeah, there are some, there are some artists that came out, uh, some musicians that came around. I remember when they were little kids. I remember when Sir Charles Jones first came out. He was a uh, background singer with Marvin Seas. And he told how, me, old, he was, how old was he when he came out? Uh, hey, man, I'm not sure how old he was. But <laughs> he was he young, gave, though, right? Oh, he was young, yeah. Yeah, we were all young. But he gave us a, 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 a CD after the show, him and the bass player, uh, Greg. And they were saying, man, we're going to be, this is going to blow up. We're going to be next, you know. And we were like, oh, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, within six months, he, he had created Sir Charles Jones, and it just carried on from there. As well as wow. T.K. Cole and, 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 man, I can just name artists all day that I remember. J1, all of them coming up. Get uh, Chris Yeo, uh, just coming up and, and look at them now, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, everybody is just all over the place. They're all yeah. over the place. But the, the amazing thing is, is that you've been there since day one. You know, oh, yeah. 40 years of this thing, that's a long time. So you've seen them come. You've seen them go. You've seen them progress. You've seen them become um, superstars. You've seen it all. Right. Well, now, my, 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 my 40 years is not just this. That 40 years is just my uh, association with being in music, from being in in, in high school bands and and, and a professor, my, uh, my brother had a group called Show Enough from Jackson, Mississippi years ago in the 80s. And uh, I actually played trumpet with them as a hired musician and, and got a chance to travel around and do some tours and live the music life, so to say. And, uh, you know, that, 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 that 40 years is just a generation, different generations all together. Wow, that's amazing. So how do you feel like to be, you know, amongst the great of the greats? And then, you know, the legendaries um, that are gone and some are, just a few are still here, but the ones that are gone, how do you feel like to be in the seat that you're in? I mean, because I don't, I mean, you know, let me say something. Wait a minute. I look around. I, I, I watch it. Just like you told me, you said, Lady Coco, when I go over here, I go over there. I see you everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. So I see you everywhere, too. So how do you feel to be in the seat that you're in? Hey, it feels great, but to be honest with you, uh, just recently I started kind of feeling it. I mean, when you're actually doing it, uh, I don't know; it's hard to explain. But, but hey, it feels great. I mean, it, it's a great feeling to 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 have some of the the, the uh, elite artists know you. They come up and speak to you. You, you, you know, you, you call and talk to each other, and it, it's just, hey, man, it's a great, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling. Absolutely. I, I know it is. I know. So listen, you all, Daryl Simmons, um, you kind of like made me look at things also a little bit different with what I'm doing now. You know, I didn't even know who Daryl was. So you were sharing my stuff and you were talking to me and you would tag me and everything that you do. So I'm like, who is this guy, Daryl Simmons? And I had a conversation with somebody I never told you. And they was like, you don't know who he is? I said, no, not really. But I thought he follows me very close. So they said he must see something in you that's really good and you're going to go somewhere. I said, I don't know, but I know this guy follows me. And so I just started watching Daryl. I'm like, okay, he is somebody. And I'm just going to stay real close over there to Jackson. <laughs> And so when you came to Meridian, I was like, oh, my God. So it must be something with Lady Coco that Mr. Simmons sees. And you know what? I appreciate you so much. Like I said, I don't know your wife, but you all um, inspire me to just maneuver and move forward in this music thing. I don't know how much she is into the music, but you yourself mm -hmm. like, okay, I see something here. And I'm going to stay right there with Daryl Simmons because I might be on that stage one day. 
I, I, look for, I look forward to having you. I look forward to having you. I actually want I can't I actually came to Meridian because I wanted to uh you were you were doing the red carpet. And yes. I was like, man, I'm going there. I want to be on the red carpet with Lady Coco, you know. So, yes. Tell her what happened, why we didn't meet. Two years ago. That was years ago. You uh, I don't really want to <laughs> 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 just things just didn't work out. Uh, I'll just tell y'all, he didn't find a proper hotel. And so he did not. <laughs> so he went back. Hello, everybody. I see you all speaking. If you all have questions, ladies, we're going to let you speak. So wait a minute, Daryl. We're going to take a commercial break and we're coming right back with more of Daryl Simmons. <laughs> Get ready for the Southern Soul live stream concert brought to you by Stunner Radio and LC Entertainment featuring Queen Danae. No more talking, no more talking, come get your shit. Come get your shit. You know. City Boy P. <laughs> Mr. Fred Lowe. M. Cali. Miss Pat and hosted by the one and only Lady Coco. <laughs> Subscribe to Stunner Radio's YouTube channel and set the notifications. This event is sponsored by Crystal Star Event Center. For more information, visit StunnerRadio.com. See you there. Welcome back all to the Lady Coco Show with my guy, Daryl Simmons. Listen, we do have that virtual show. Daryl, I need you to be a part of that. Okay, what do you need me to do? Now, listen, that show is going to be virtual. That is our first virtual show in Southern Soul. So it is Stoner Radio and myself, LC Entertainment. So you might be able to help us orchestrate a little bit better than what we have going. I would okay. love to you to be a, I'm going to talk to my producer about it and I would love to have you to be a part of that this right. is our first one 2023 is May 18th so that was the um, digital video that you just saw okay, okay yeah. no problem. Now, now DJ Stunner, Stunner Radio is that DJ Stunner no oh okay, okay. No, I, who is DJ Stunner um, is it a guy yeah 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 uh, Man, I can't think of where he's from now. Uh, wow, put him on the spot on that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is something totally different. I okay. was based out of um, Houston. Okay. So, no, that's not who it is. We'll talk about it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because he's from Mississippi, so no, that's not him. Okay. Oh, he's from Mississippi. Okay. Right. Okay. Right. okay. So, yeah, you just can probably help us orchestrate a little bit better than what we're going to do because I mean it's already set up uh, we have the link out there now where you can actually click on the link and come in and watch the concert May 18th it's going to be okay. right here. and I'm going to be hosting that thing and turning it up for y'all <laughs> okay so Daryl I want you to take the floor and just open up and talk about um, how you guys started in this thing called music um, how you um um, began to interact with Southern Soul and just what you do exactly so those artists can know exactly, especially the new ones, who Daryl Simmons is and what you can do for them. Okay. Uh, well, I can help promote your music if you're new. Uh, 
I created this uh, Soul Music Session page to help promote uh -huh. all artists in all genres of music. It's not Soul and Soul. That's why I call it Soul Music Sessions because, um, right. I mean, it's, it's all genres of music. It can be gospel, it can be country, whatever you got to offer. Because, I mean, uh, when it comes to music, if it's good music, it's good music. I mean, it can be opera. If it's good music, it's just good music. Um, I do try to help assist some of the artists, like you know, on the Southern Soul end. Say, if you come out with a new song, you can contact me. I can help you get a little kind of slide video or something to help promote you when you're first coming out until you get big enough to get you an official video going. Um, and um, kind of shy here, so you have to help me out, Lady Coco. A lot of people no, don't know that I'm a very shy kind of bashful guy. So. Yeah, so okay, what we're going to do, we're going to do this. We're going to put aside because I'm shy too. People don't believe it. But I, don't I promise believe you, I am. I don't believe oh, that. Okay. <laughs> Daryl, yes, I am. But you know what I do? I know I smile, right? I smile a lot. So I allow my smile to get me over like, oh my God, I don't know who's going to be there. And I've learned how to see people and don't see people and just go ahead and do what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so tonight, I want you to elaborate on all of it. Like, you know, you've been doing this for 40 years and a lot of people may know, like Big Rob, he knows about it. Um, oh, yeah. Diego, he knows about it. Omar, they know about it. And so for the ones that don't know, they need to know exactly who Daryl Simmons is. Now, when he choke up, I'm gonna come in and say something. Because y'all <laughs> on the stage now. Y'all wanna get on this stage. <laughs> Well, yeah, I have worked with some some of the greats uh, and built relationships with them as well. Uh, actually, I'm just I'm just a stage manager. This is how it kind of started out. I mean, if I back all the way up to my beginning, it was like I was in the, in the band, like everybody else played in the band, uh, did some stuff in church, uh, started getting in groups. And actually, when I was doing the musician uh, type stuff, I wasn't making a lot of money. I ain't making a lot of money now, but I want to make a lot of money. So I, I got on the production end because I found out that uh, if I do production, the band guys will pay me even when they don't get paid because I became an expense. And so I just took that and just took that little niche and just trying to nurture it on. Uh, I'm real, I'm very particular about things that happen on my stage. Uh, when artists, when you're on my stage, I mean, everything is pretty much set. Uh, I try to work with the artists, try to get everybody comfortable. Uh, as I got to going over the years and got more into uh, production management, um, I could work with a lot of artists. A lot of them ha have a lot of respect for me, and I do appreciate that. Where where we on shows, and sometimes those egos get in the way. Somebody might say, "Well, man, I think Big Rob was on here was telling you one time." You know, sometimes they get in those egos, and I can yeah. step in and say, "Hey, man, y'all calm down. Hey, let's do this. Let's do this." And and by the grace of God, a lot of times it works for me. The artists will listen, and. Uh, and it makes the show successful and we all get paid and go home. So uh, a lot of it has to do with professionalism and, and then the attitude that you have with the other person, you know, with the artist and, and so forth. Absolutely. It, so it let all, me ask you this question, mind. though. So um, what do they have to do to get on Daryl Simmons' stage? Well, to get on my stage now is just, just got to get with the right promoter because I'm not, I'm not a show promoter, so I'm not promoting the shows. I mean, uh, I'm just a sound guy, basically, uh, in, in in production manager. So, I mean, you got to get on the show. You got to get the right promoters, and, and, and your song has to be hot or whatever whatever it takes for that show promoter to put you on the show. 
And just what happens if I'm doing sound or the promoter will get me to be the production manager, then bam, you're on my stage. Because that's kind of how that little facade came up is on my stage is from me working, not me promoting the show. Absolutely. From the, right, right, right. So now when, once you once they get on your stage, like where can they be seen? Once you get them connected and you share it out, where can they be seen like once they've been on your stage? What can uh, they find? Man, I, I got a YouTube channel. I, I put you on YouTube. Of course, my Soul Music Sessions page has about, I got about 7,000 members and so many different groups that I'm in. And you never know who's watching on my, you never know who's watching Soul Music Sessions. You never know. I mean, we got all kind of uh, uh, musical professionals. I mean, you got attorneys, you got promoters, you got DJs. I mean, you just got fans. You just don't ever know who, who's watching, you know. Uh, so that helps promote you. And then, like I said, I do have my YouTube channel. Uh, so, you know, just put you out there. And a lot of times, I, I, I just do little things like little drops I have on my page with, with artists, just like a radio drop. Uh, you, you may hear him say, you know, you're watching soul music sessions with Daryl Simmons, I'm Gita Jones. Or you may hear him say, you never know who's on Daryl's stage, I'm Willie Clayton. So, you know, all the little drops and all that, and it's all formatted that kind of way. So, uh, but that's so, that's so good because I don't think we have too many people in Southern Soul that does that. Or out there with I got, the I got well, excuse me, I got a bunch of them on my, I got a bunch of them, man. I mean, I, I've had artists come up to me and sometimes new artists they don't even know it. They be like, Man, I want to do that thing you got. I want to say I'm on your stage, you know, because it, it's like a little commercial type thing. And a lot of times it's just like radio, but it's just video. And I actually have a segment on there called video radio. I got different segments, segments on Soul Music Sessions that I have on my stage, uh, video, radio. Uh, we have Food for Your Soul, which is more a gospel kind of thing, Food for Your Soul, follow what I'm saying. Uh, so, you know, it's just a good little platform. I'm proud of it, you know. I'm proud of it. So now listen, like when we do the interviews and you see um, some of the artists that you don't know, um, what what would you see in one of those artists that you don't know on an interview that you would want to say, okay, let me take this one and put them on Daryl Simmons' stage, and you just do a video what, clip? What what what, what, do, what do you see like to make you grab one of those artists? Well, if they're on a video, I mean, uh, of course, I, I I like to I like to hear how they talk and how to carry themselves, but uh, for me, I got to hear your music. And your music has to be, you know, you know, your music got to be pretty good, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, well, you've taken some of mine. I know that some of the yeah. people I've interviewed, you've taken some and put them out there. So yeah. I've, I've been excited about that. I'm looking at some people on here. Hello, everybody. This is Daryl Simmons. Right. Hello, everybody. But look, I, I do take interviews and, and from you and some and some other podcast uh, uh, professionals that that, that that I do feature on my page because. Uh, some of my some of my supporters may not see them on your page. You know what I'm saying? They might Absolutely. have to get interview. So yeah, I take that interview and I, I'll spread it around. I put it on YouTube and so forth. And I get hits off of it. Yeah, of course. But um, that's just the way I promote. I promote every, every anything about music. I promote. I'm not just a soul, just solid southern soul. You know. And I do follow southern soul, and it's a big deal, and it's growing. Uh, I have some I have some thoughts about that. I don't know if I want to share them, but the Southern Soul thing is grown. 
Uh, right. So why would why wouldn't you share? Because I mean, yeah, I don't like the, I don't like no, no no I don't like to get kind of caught up in that. See that thing is kind of crazy right now. So okay. you know, but first, of all, first of all, they they really need to get together and get united. Um, okay. Maybe get a coalition or something, and, and and everybody trying to get together and stop all the crazy stuff that goes on and so and so. Um, because it's, it's a good it's a good it's a good thing and it's growing it's growing. It, it is. I mean, it's growing daily. I, I me myself personally, you know, I'm bold enough to speak on. Um, I think we need uh, more structure. Yeah, so, you know, we don't have a go to where they can go to, you know, and see like, okay, does this individual fit in Southern Soul? Because it seems like anybody, everybody can just jump in. Southern Soul is not new. It's not new. It's been out there for a very long time. But with the new and upcoming artists that's in Southern Soul, if they don't have um, a, a, a platform where they can go to say, hey, you know, what do you think about this artist? What do you think about that artist? Um, do they fit here? You know, because mm -hmm. there are rappers in Southern Soul. I don't knock mm -hmm. it. Um, mm -hmm. There are some that can sing in Southern Soul. There mm -hmm. are some that are just throwing stuff out there. They're in Southern Soul. So I look at this like, where do we go when it comes to Southern Soul? I mean, Marvin C's, um, yeah. Tyrone Davis, Mel Waiters, um, all of them was in Southern Soul. No, 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 no. See, that's where people get to construed it. Those are not actually Southern Soul artists. Those are they blues artists. artists. They, they, they were blues. They, they weren't blues. They were soul artists. Soul artists. They were soul artists. Not, not so how do we get it misconstrued? Okay, that's a good one. How do we get it misconstrued where it's soul artists and Southern Soul? What because, we because, because Southern Soul is all over the place. So they place themselves as, as blues artists and Southern Soul. And they place themselves as, as Southern Soul instead of Soul. You know, uh, that's what I'm saying. They got to get some kind of structure. And they gotta stop all the There's no See, Southern Soul is so independent. That's why artists just jump in. Because it's just an independent. You jump in and you make that money yourself. And you don't you don't care about really growing. You just caring about making money. You're not caring about I hear music that's not that's not uh actually mastered. I mean, you just put it out and and, and, and that's it. You know, and so all that stuff has to be has has to get fixed. And it's not a thing about I always hear people say, Well, they can't sing, they can't man, they can't sing in a whole bunch of genres, you know. Uh, it ain't about singing. If the people like the song, it's gonna be a hit. I don't care if you can sing or not. If the, if, if the fans right. like it, it's gonna be a hit. You know, and Absolutely that's just right. that's just music. And I always try to tell people this, and I just want to say this: the first thing you gotta do is understand that the music business and the business of music are two two totally different things. That's that's the first lesson that you gotta learn when you come in here. They're, they're two totally different things. So. You, know, you just can't jump in here and think you're gonna make a lot of money and you're gonna do this. It's, it's all a building. And, and these these cats nowadays sometimes they don't get a one song. They have a hit song. They don't give it time enough to mature and grow before they come with another song. You know, and sometimes it takes a couple of years to get that song really. Man, I look at my friend L.J. Evans. L.J. is singing some, some some songs that are hits. Now he got some new stuff that sounds good. But he got some of those other songs that were. Way back in the day, and he's nurtured those songs and matured those songs, and those songs have become big songs for him now. Absolutely, and, and, and that's what you got to do. I mean, of course, of course, the thing with King George, I mean, hey, that's gonna happen. But King George, some of those tunes I'm learning that have been out over five years, but it's his time, and that's what you have to do. A lot of artists don't understand you have to wait your time. Sometimes it might not be your time right now, 
you know, you have to wait until it's time for you to do it. <laughs> you you got to be ready. You got to be ready when it's time. So uh, I don't want to look yeah. I want to go with that because I don't like to get into that because I get myself in trouble. No, you're not getting into you, you know what this interview is different than like okay, we're interviewing an artist. And so um when you're interviewing an artist, you gotta be a little bit like on that side over there where you gotta be very careful. But um, when it comes to you, you know, um you're not a promoter, you right. know, you, you're just out here working in this thing called music, and so they need to know that the ABC, they need to know the XYZ. When it mm-hmm. comes to music, like you just said, you know, Mel Waiters, um, Tyrone Davis, those guys weren't Southern Soul. It was soul music. Right, right, right. right. And it's a lot of them. I mean, man, Omar's not Southern Soul. He's a soul singer. Willie Clayton's not singers. Southern Soul. They're soul singers. You know, Stan, Stan Mosley, those are soul singers. And, and I met a guy in Chicago. I was in Chicago this weekend for the Southern Soul R&B conference in And I met a guy there named, uh, I think it's New Orleans. Morning, both B E A U. This guy is phenomenal. I mean, man, he is phenomenal. You know, and, and but those are soul, those are soul singers. Soul soul singers. And, and and so how would they know? Like in Southern Soul, I mean, it's it's just wide open and it's so independent. How would they consider themselves a soul singer versus a Southern Soul singer? I mean, how would they decipher themselves? Like they don't even know. So what would cause them to know, like, okay, I'm Southern Soul, or I'm I'm soul music, I'm blues. Now we know that. Hey, that that's all. That's all. To me, that's all up to how the artist presents himself. I mean, if he if he wants to be a if, if he's a soul artist and he wants to be a Southern Soul, then I mean that's what he's saying. But I mean, so far as me as being uh, in music a long time, I if if he could sing it, I would say, man. This guy's a soul singer. He's not. He's not Southern Soul. Not so, southern. so what about what about the rappers that are in Southern Soul? What's your take on that? Hey, I don't take it no more than when rappers was in R and B or rappers was in in country. You got rappers in gospel. I mean, it's 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 a form of music. It's all music. You know, you just gotta make you just gotta make it fit. Just, well, and then a lot of a lot of times it's rap stuff, man. Even though it's the same thing with music, but even with the rappers. You gotta talk about the right things now. You can't come up, you know, talking like the old rappers and, and degrading women and all this kind of stuff. No, we don't want that. So it's all about what you talk about. But so far, my take on the, just the rappers in Southern Soul is no different than the rappers in other genres of music. Absolutely. You know, it, Absolutely. it just has that, that rap has to fit with <laughs> with the genre of music that you want. Absolutely. So if they come in rapping about um, sex and all of that stuff, then oh, okay. I'm, I'm not going to even say that. I'm just going to go right back to what I said. There has to has to be structure. We right. need structure. If there's no structure, then we're just, we're going to fall because you can't just bring anything into soul music and you mm-hmm. can't just bring anything into Southern Soul. It mm-hmm. has to be meaningful. And when you start putting other stuff in there, like, you know, the real rappers, they talk about the streets. They mm-hmm. talk about bringing um it's mm-hmm. just anything goes mm-hmm. if you're gonna be a southern soul rapper it should be clean cut i don't care who you are coming in the southern soul and it doesn't mean that you can't pass but you have to pass the right way that's my take on it. well that, that, that that's true but that's not gonna happen until they get a structure until they get a structure mm-hmm. as long as it's not as long as southern soul isn't structured 
I feel like they're gonna bring in, they're gonna continue to bring in other anything. I put it like that. That's what yeah. I'm saying now, because because I hear I, I hear Southern Soul songs now. It's not even mastered. You know, they didn't take time to get it mastered. They put it out and they immediately just just you know that was it. No, you got to master that song. You got to get you got to get it together. Now, don't get me wrong when we say Southern Soul, because some of these elite artists are considered Southern Soul, like Tucker and all these guys. So mm-hmm. um, they're not in this mess. You know, they they they're not into that. They they do everything right. They you know they do everything right. You know. And Southern Soul is growing so well till I'm starting to see some of the R&B artists want to come back down here. You know? Oh yes, they, they, they they're yeah, yeah, because they're, because they're they see the, because they see that it's money down here to be made. It just mm-hmm. has to be structured right. Just has to be structured right. And then they and then and they acknowledge those elite artists that's in there. They're they're acknowledging the Ovars and the Calvin Richardsons and the, and the Willie Claytons and the TKs. They're acknowledging those people. You know, absolutely, they, they really are. In the OBV Canada, can't you know, but I, I'm so good friends with everybody. I don't even want to start naming names, man, because I can just go down the line, you know, with 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 with, with artists that I know that you know. I don't want to. I want to get the name called, but uh, there's some fantastic artists out here, and and a lot of them I really just don't consider Southern Soul. I consider them soul. Soul music. Okay, that came from Daryl Simmons and Jackson. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a commercial break and we're coming back with more of Daryl Simmons on the Lady Coco Show. Streetwise Entertainment presents Free Memorial Day Party and Concert. Saturday, May 28th at Club Elegant. Featuring live performances from Ms. Pat and City Board P. We're going to be barbecuing starting at 3 p.m. And food is free with your ticket. Goes for the party swing open at 7 p.m. It's the Free Memorial Day Party and Concert. Sunday, May 28th at Club Elegance, 208 North Lafayette Street, Mobile. For more info, call 251 423 Okay, we are back with more of Daryl Simmons, Jackson, Mississippi. Okay, Daryl, we got to get down to the nitty gritty of this thing. Okay. Called Southern Soul, Soul Music, Blues, Rap, all of it. We want to talk about um not having structure and we need structure. What do you think it would take for us to get a team of people or organization um in Southern Soul where we can get on the right track? What do you think it would take? I think it'll take uh building a a, a uh, like a coalition of, of promoters and artists and fans to 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 help get it structured to to make it, you know, to get some kind of rules, sort of say, quote quote rules to get it structured to to you know, to become a, a full-time genre. Because, I mean, we got to get some kind of structure. It's like, if you're not, if you, if you're not in that, on that bandwagon with country people, with the country music people, then they don't mess with you. See? Mm-hmm. And, and sort of the same thing with gospel, too. They don't mess with you. So, you know, we just got to get that, get, get, get some kind of structure going. And, uh, and we also got to uh, educate a little more. You know, uh, you really got to understand the business end of it and, and just understand the music business, period. You know, all this, uh, you know, somebody else writing your music and all this, and then when the song becomes a hit, you think you're going to get this. No, it don't work like that. 
I mean, go back and look at Cadillac Records. I mean, it don't work like that. You know, uh, you got to invest into yourself. And uh, that's, that's something that a lot of artists, some solo artists need to find out. They, they really need to dig down in there and learn the, learn the music business. Um, but that's what I think it'll take. I think it'll just take a, a group of professional individuals to just get together and, and, and start laying some ground rules, and, you know. Absolutely. I mean, we need structure. I mean, anytime, mm -hmm. you know, we don't have structure, it's going to go left. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I'm looking at, we have a lot of talented artists that are in Southern Soul. Um, some are very, very new, but a mm -hmm. lot of the new ones come in with the best of music. Right. Um, right. They just don't know how to um, get out there and push it the right way. And so... You know, Facebook has, has made it possible for so many people, especially in Southern Soul, to where you can just go on Facebook and you start like just scamming through and you're going to run across somebody that doing, that's doing something or somebody that can help you get to the next level. And let, so let I'm me, hoping... Go ahead. Let me ask you a question. Uh, how do you feel about uh, live music composers to, to the track acts, you know, the track shows and that kind of stuff. Because to me, a lot of the Southern Soul artists are not really into the bands and getting the real, the real music. See, that's soul artists. They want, they want a band. They want the real music. They want, you know. It's they, they coming. It's yeah. coming. Uh, let yeah. me tell you something. Before I even tapped into Southern Soul, I love to go like to um, carnivals and things like that where they have the live bands, mm -hmm. and I could just sit there and watch those bands go. And mm -hmm. so if you don't have a band, you need to get one because that's what's going to get you to the next level. Right, right. Like real talk, if you have a band and you say, you know what, now you're not trying to over exceed you and your band and you got a reasonable price, guess what? They're going to book you on that show because mm -hmm. that band means everything. I don't know about Southern Soul just yet, but if you do have one, Daryl, you on your plus, you on your A game. Well, that, that's kind of the difference that I see on, uh, between like slow artists and southern soul. A lot of the southern soul artists are, are just like doing track action, and some of them are actually singing with the CD, and that kind of, yeah. that kind of yeah. takes me back to the rap days, back in the rap days. The rappers used to do the same thing. They play the CD, and they'd be up there performing, and the mic won't even be in their mouth, but the, the verses are going. Right. So, uh, I see a lot of that on, on the southern soul end, opposed to the soul end. They're singing, they're singing, a lot of them are singing over the track. And right, that right. is not good. When you sing over the track, I mean, <sighs> no. Yeah, I know, I know. And don't get me wrong now, I'm not saying that, like, during the uh, pandemic, yeah, a lot of people were doing that because, I mean, it wasn't worth taking the bands. And, and, and even when people were having live shows, they were doing the track shows instead of bringing, a, 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 you know, the band and everybody. But, uh, man, I can remember back, uh, when I used to do like shows with BB King and all those guys, man, uh, Mega Ever Homecoming that we used to have down here in Mississippi, uh, you can come up there and sing a track. I mean, even the opening night, they may sit there and listen to you. But if you do more than one song, they may get him out there. We won't wear the man that the drum. They ain't going play no guitar. That man ain't singing. You know, it used to be all that kind of stuff. And I think exactly. we really need to get back. We, we really need to get back to that. And with me being a horn player, of course, I love live music. Uh, so we, we really need to get back to that. But in, in Southern Soul, I do see a lot of the, the, just the track acts. Yeah. You know, 
Yes, yes. I mean, you know what? Until they understand, like, you know, you, you can rent a van. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't have to have your own van. Let's say um, there's a show and um, this particular artist came with their van. You mm-hmm. can actually, you know, talk to um, that artist and their band and say, hey, you know, I would love for you to um, help me on stage with your band. Give them something. I don't know what they're going to charge, but you can do that too because they are looking for um, bands versus just the well, tracks. Well, that's true too, but I don't, I don't agree with that because. Uh, Which part you don't I'm, agree? I'm just old school like this. If I got my band, I ain't got the business plan for you. But <laughs> you they know, don't have a band and they want a band. But but, but they got to get their own band. I mean, <laughs> I mean, but I mean what if they can't afford, wait, Daryl, what if they can't afford their own band? And there's a there's there's bands yeah, out there that yeah, will but, work with you. Yeah, but but uh they if they can't afford their band, they're not ready for that. That they they're not ready for that period. That that six they're period. not ready, ready for that six. Yeah, no, 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 no. I mean, I'm just old school, like that's just me. No, I agree. Look, with I'll you. take you back. I'll, I'll take you back to like, say, for instance, and I keep referring back to Cadillac Records, the movie. I don't know if you ever seen the movie Cadillac Records, but they didn't like to share the band. When, when the guy tried to talk to uh, Howlin' Wolf about the band, he said, "Look, you talk to me. That's my band. Yeah, they don't listen to you, you know." And that's just that's just kind of like I me. Mean, I don't have an, I don't have a problem with if I had a band, my musicians playing with somebody else. But if you're on my show, you're not just gonna come and say, "Man, let me see the band play." No, I don't. That, that, I don't do it. I don't do that. Okay. Maybe, maybe maybe in gospel music, because I see a lot of gospel artists uh, and stuff like that. But most soul music, they be like, eh, you know, this you, you're not you well, I don't think you can use LJ's band. Not right, right, band. right, right. Not the Nick Bone band. Yeah, exactly. And uh yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't like that part of it. But yeah, I think they need to get, get more into doing live music and, and, and show the real professionalism that they got, you know. Uh and you know a lot, a lot of southern soul artists. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not gonna say it. But anyway, yeah, they need they need to just. No, 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 no. You have to say it because it's going to happen. See, we're already saying we don't have structure, so that's where you come in. You yeah, know? but I, 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 I say, I, I'll say that part. I was about to say when we get when we get together with a coalition of people and we, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But you do agree that we need more live music. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I told totally him there's a young man um I just started promoting about a week ago. Um he's from Mississippi and guess what? He has a band already. Mm-hmm. He's doing his thing and that band sounds good. It right. is really really good. So I would love to see um especially some of the women too to um come out with their bands, you know. Mm-hmm. Make it happen, you know what I'm saying? Every because you don't want everybody sounding the same, looking right. the same, doing the same thing. So when you come out there with that band, it's mm-hmm. amazing. And you know that there, there are certain settings that 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 track stuff work. Like on award shows and stuff, yeah, you you know you may want to do tracks, but even yeah. at the Mutual Awards, man, we have an orchestra, and mm-hmm. and I mean, if you get the the, the music to them in time, they can learn your track and play it for you. Uh, but yeah, in in, in 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 instances like that, yeah, tracks do good because sometimes on the war shows you may only have you know four to six minutes for a track. You can just do one track. You know? Exactly uh, right. So, right. But but yeah, we even have an orchestra uh, that, that, that will learn new music for you and, and, and play that music for you. So live music is 
you know, that's that's just the deal. <laughs> oh, it is. I mean, because you can go to the carnivals and different events, you know, and bring a band, and they love the band. I right. Mean, it might be that one band that night, you know, or whatever um, event they have going, and you play the whole night. Right. But somebody's going to remember that, oh, I was there, and it was a band playing. Especially right. if you're a promoter and you want um, an artist to come with the band. Now, you right. guys some promoters out there, they just want track shows. And there's nothing wrong with it if that's what they want. But you also have promoters that are looking for bands, too. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, my take on those track shows, um, eventually they're going to go back to, 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 to bands, you know, because uh, pretty soon I think everybody's going to get tired of track. If the promoters stop paying them, the fans stop coming, mm -hmm. the artists going to fit in. And I'm not trying to knock any artists or anything. But I'm just saying if those things was to shut down on them, then they would have to come back to the live music, you know. Right. Because um, some of these artists are charging a lot, a lot of money, and 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 getting the track shows, and that's kind of you know. Um, but I think I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna tighten it up. Right. So, for, so let's let's talk about this. So let's say for a track show, right? It's mm -hmm. a track show. And someone is charging between um, twenty five and forty five. Mm -hmm. What's your take on that? It's a track show. Hey man, if if if, if that artist is putting butts in the seats and that artist is an elite artist, he deserves to get that. If that's what he's paid, I mean, a person's paid is a person's paid. But I'm saying uh, someone that I put a song out uh, last month, and and just because you have a elite artist on your show, I come up and I say, well, he paying him thirty man. I, you got to give me five thousand uh dollars. -huh. Cause, cause you know, you the one want to get seen. Why should you promote to pay you all that money? You're not putting those people. The people are not there to see. You know, uh, so I think some of those artists coming up like that need to realize that I think their pricing is too high. Uh, and the elite artists, I mean, you always, you always, if you if you wanted the OJs, if you wanted Frankie Beverly, you had to pay for them. If you want Janet Jackson, you want Beyonce, you got to pay for that. You want Patti LaBelle, right. you got to pay for that. So mm -hmm. in this soul, soul, soul thing, if you want the lead artist, you have to pay for that. You know, you have to pay for that. And if you're a, a lower class artist coming in, you need to lower your price and try to get on those shows so you can get seen, so people can start knowing when you get your music played. Don't worry about it. That's what I'm saying. You can't come here and think you're going to make a fast buck like people. No, those guys are paid their dues. You know, right. So, so, so wait, wait a minute. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So let's say an artist come in. And I mean, that song, they came out with a new song. They just mm -hmm. got here. The song mm -hmm. is hot. Everybody mm -hmm. likes the song. It's mm -hmm. being played everywhere. Mm -hmm. So do you think it's possible for that artist to come in, bam. I mean, they come in like banging at 35, 45 off rip. Nope, nope, nope. I, I take you back. I take you back to like King George. When he first came out, he wasn't getting the money he was getting out. He took a couple, he took it because he, he moved fast. He had a hit song. But when mm -hmm. the first came out, he was not getting that money like this. You're not just gonna hit the door and get the money like this. You know? Because you got you gotta pay some dues, you gotta get and, and, and if you put a song out and say it's out six months to a year, the song is still not hot. You gotta develop that song. You know, you gotta you gotta develop it and you gotta make it. But yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think nobody comes in just bam making that money like that. I just not 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 me. You know. Right. I, no, I, I, like I said, I didn't see that with King George. Huh? You, you, you shouldn't. I mean, 
my take is, you know, I do a lot of booking behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And so I, I look at this right here. If you've been here uh, for three months, six months, and yeah, your song is hot, everybody is playing it. But how hot is it to get on stage, you know, for someone, for a promoter to say, you know what? Okay, you just got here. Your song is good. You got one song that's hot. Now, how many people are going to come to that show? with your one hot song. And now you're going to come in, of course, and do at least two or three cover tunes, right? Mm -hmm. You're going to do that. But your mm -hmm. one hot song, mm -hmm. how many people are going to come? Can you come at 3,500 and bring that many people to put those butts in the seat? I, I, I don't think so. And and also, when you say your song is hot, the music industry looks at, 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 the, at the sales and stuff. <laughs> you know, they, you know, uh, they're not looking at anything else. I mean, they, mm -hmm. they, they look at how, how, how they're making money. So I just don't see how you can come in and, and want all that money and you're just a new artist. I just don't. When you're up against the elite artists, I just don't, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I think you, you got to work. You got you, you, you got to work. You got to work. You got to pay your dues. And, and you, you got to learn the business. So, so basically, you got to put some time under your belt. You That's, right. That's right. That's right. How do you feel about the new artists um, still doing promos today? Like, you think, I mean, they hey. just came out. Um, hey. they don't even, you know, wait, 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 wait. They don't even have a price range because they don't know the prices, right? Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, somebody may come and say, well, $300 plus a mm -hmm. room, mm -hmm. right? Or you mm -hmm. tell, you know what? Nobody really knows you. And so we're mm -hmm. going to put on the show as a promo. What's your take mm -hmm. on that? Hey, man, uh, that's called selling yourself. And there's nothing wrong with it. Even even if they offer you $300 in a room, man, that's that's, hey, that's that's a little travel money for you making it. And then they give you a place to lay your head. And then you get a chance to promote yourself. I'm going to tell you a little story. Uh, I remember when LJ, and I know I keep talking about LJ, but I remember when LJ first came out. Man, he was following the sound. We were the sound company. He was following, we could be in Greenville tonight. LJ would come in. Hey, man, who the promoter? He said, that's the promoter over there. He go, to, man, I want to see if he let me sing this one song, man. This is all I want to do. He got paid me. I just want to sing this song. And he was actually selling CDs kind of out of his car, you know. Uh -huh, and, uh -huh. and, and, and we would leave. He said, where are going tomorrow? He said, man, we've been in Victory tomorrow. Well, we get to Victory. Who we see? LJ. Hey, man, who the promoter? Does the same thing. Because he was selling himself. He was promoting himself. And a lot of times, he wasn't getting paid. They wouldn't even get him a hotel room. But he was out there hustling and promoting himself. And that's what a lot of these New artists got to realize, man, you got to get out and hustle. You, I mean, everything is just not going to be given to you. Got, these guys are paid their dues. See, I mean, I mean it's, 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 it's so true. You know, here's the thing. I've spoken to artists where they said this, like Lady Coco, I had to pay to be on certain shows. I right. Said, right. Like, yeah, right. we had to pay because, you know, I, um, nobody knew me. Um, I right. wasn't getting booked. So they didn't, the promoter didn't charge me a lot, but they said, okay. If you really want to get on this stage with certain individuals, they had to pay to do it. So I actually get it now. So even when you're coming into this business and nobody knows you, if somebody say, you know what, this is a big show we got going, we're going to put you there as a promo, somebody's going to see you. Mm -hmm. So maybe mm -hmm. the next show or the show after that, you'll get paid something. Right. Um, come to those other promoter shows. Right. So we that's why I'm saying we have to go back to there's no structure in Southern Soul. So right. we need to get um, get it structured. We need to talk about like, hey, how do we move forward? We have good artists in Southern Soul. 
Um, they have good music. Mm -hmm. They're clean cut. And they want to get on stage. They want to perform. So where do they go? They have to have a place to go and someone to talk to to say, hey, you can go here, you can go there. But before you move forward, these are the things that are required of you to do. They right. don't have that. So that's why the way they feel. They just out there. It's just like a fish in the water just floating. They don't right. know where to go. Right. But see, a lot of times they, they don't know they can invest in themselves. You don't have to have a promoter to do a show for you. You can do your own show. Yeah, you know you, you, can invest, you can you can invest in yourself. And do, for years, I traveled around with with, with 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 some of these artists in Southern Soul. Now, some of the elite artists, I remember traveling around with them, and they were actually promoting the show, the shows themselves, or or two of them would get together, and they say, "Hey, man, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a little little tour thing, little three month thing. We're gonna travel over over Mississippi, and we're gonna do these shows. They go in and get the little town hall. They want to pay a little advertising to the little radio stations, and and they make a big deal out of it. They push it real hard." To turn into a major concert in these little towns where people are going out buying clothes, getting their hair done, getting their nails done, they, they you know, they come into the show, you know, and and they and they made money that way, and it wasn't a promoting involved. It was an actual artist that's doing. And you Absolutely. know, some artists, you know some, some artists still do that today. today. Yeah, you, you know, know what? A lot of them are doing it right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In mm -hmm. order to be seen and allow, you know, the promoters or whoever else, their fans, to know mm -hmm. that they are out there. That's exactly. What's going on today? They're promoting right. themselves. They're putting those shows on. They're touring. They're doing it all. And a, a lot of times, uh, you don't have to go to a promoter. And I'm saying this to all the artists, especially uh, the up and coming artists. A lot of times, you don't have to go to a promoter and try to get on the show because, just because he got some mainstream artists on the show. Go to those shows when he's just doing like a little showcase of some local artists or something, you know. Go to some of those shows and say, man, I don't want things. Just let me get on. Let me because you're trying to build a fan base. You don't always have to try to get on because you know this artist is gonna pull five thousand people. No, no. Go to those shows when they ain't but two or three hundred people, when they ain't but thirty people out there and sell yourself. Because those same thirty people will come see you when it's five thousand. And they'll bring their friends, man, ten thousand. And you see see one family and it and it, it, it multiplies. But a lot of artists don't look at it like that. You know, no, they don't. but they need to. They need to, mm -hmm. I mean, because if you got a if you got a small venue of people versus a huge venue of people, guess what? Yeah. Just like what you just said. Somebody saw you when it was two, three hundred people. Mm -hmm. How about somebody seeing you now? It's thousands of people. The people, right, right, right. So, so they, they have to realize this that um this thing is not easy. Music is mm -hmm. not it looks like it's easy when you see someone on stage, you see them constantly traveling. You don't know if they're getting paid or not. Right. And just and just the traveling, I'm bet you said just the traveling life is 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 a monster by itself. I mean, a lot of fans don't understand what these artists go through this on this road, man. I mean, look, I, I tell you like this. Um the other night LJ came from Meridian to Chicago. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? So it, it, that, that's a big travel. I mean, oh, yeah. you, just don't, you, don't, you don't understand. Uh, fans don't, they, they, they don't understand that. And, and it, this goes for me too, as, as a sound guy and being on the road and stuff. Man, we don't get, we don't get holiday pay. <laughs> you know, you don't get sick leave. <laughs> you know, right. When, when they say you on the show, the fans expect for you to be on the show. If you if you have the flu, they expect for you to get up and sing. Man, they don't, a lot of them don't take it lightly when you say my voice is on the case thing. They get mad. They done bought tickets. They done prepared themselves. So 
you know, being an artist is, is really a hard job. It's, it's, it's not just in the studio recording and you see them on stage all nice looking. Man, they, these guys pay their dues and they live a rough life on their road, man. I mean, really do. Absolutely. Absolutely. Living out of hotel rooms and sometimes not seeing family and leaving on special events. I mean, you know, family day and, and Christmas and all. They, they out there spending it with you and time mm-hmm. with you. You know, and I think sometimes people take those stuff for granted. Right. They do. You, you know what? You're so right. And when I interviewed um, Vic Allen and Terry Wright a couple mm-hmm. months ago, they mm-hmm. talked about this same thing. Like every year they were on the road, on the road. you know, yep. for the holidays. I think you were on that interview. And so they right. said they, they finally got to the point where, you know, they missed out on so much of family and their children. So now on the holidays, they're not booking no shows, but that right. comes from experience and being out there on that road for years and years and years. And you right. miss out on the children growing up, the wife right. is home, and you're in and out the door, in and out the door. Right. Right. So right. you get to that point where, you know, it is the holiday and you right. don't want to miss anymore so now the artist that's been out there for a long time they're not taking shows right they, they can choose right. right they can choose how they want to how they want to nitpick on that stuff you know exactly you know? right and, and believe it or not it's funny you say terry and, and vic because i might have been on some of those shows out there with them at that same time so i know exactly <laughs> what they're talking about you know? yes I know exactly what they're talking about so, yeah but you know it's just the music life is just a rough life it is. But you know, a lot of times too, um, even now, the artists that's out there, the upcoming ones, they have a regular job. And right, so right, it's not right. easy. You know, they're punching the clock, you know, eight to five, nine to five, two to ten, um, right. ten to six, and then they're still trying to do the shows. So that's hard also for them trying to work a full-time job. They have a family and then get on stage and perform. Right, right. So exactly I can right. understand where they say, you know, I got this hot song. I'm not going nowhere for free. I, I'm not. I'm just not doing it. But if you want to become a professional artist, you have to sacrifice. You really do. You have to sacrifice. And some of those shows, you're not going to get paid. But that exposure means everything. Everything. You'll never know who's going to see. That's right. That's right. And that's where my slogan is. You never know who's on Daryl's stage. You, you know, never know who's on Daryl's stage. You never know who's watching. You know, you never know who's watching. And, and and I don't also I don't just promote uh, uh, uh artists and stuff. I mean I do DJs. I got I got a bunch of DJ friends, you know, that I feature on my page. Uh and it's just a pleasure when I meet people. When I was in Chicago this past weekend, man, I was meeting people from Detroit. I met DJ Spoon and, and I was starstruck because I see him on Facebook and so forth. Never knew, All the time. Never knew that he knew a little bit of me, you know. Uh-huh. And I don't take that stuff for granted. I get people come up to me and want to take a picture, and I be like, "With me, you know." And they yeah. say, "I'm gonna take a picture with you," you know. And that's man, that that's that's amazing. You just don't give yourself that credit, but you know what? That comes from you being humble. You're an humble person, and you say a little bit of me, but you know, people got you way up there on that high plateau. And it's good that you're an humble person. I mean, you, you're not just a little bitty person, but you call you. And I look at it the same way, too. Like, oh, my God, I do the same thing. So that's just you yeah. being humble. But people know who you are. A lot of people know who you are. Well, I certainly appreciate it. And I owe all that to God. And I say that over and over again because God made that happen. But, um, yeah, man, it's I just met some fantastic people, you know. And, and, and I don't mind hipping somebody. You know, or making somebody feel good. You know, uh, I know you had Gerard Raven on here. 
a while back, and he was yeah. telling you about. I, he sent me this song. He sent me this song about the uh, "I Love My Blues," and he just wanted me to listen to it. And I was listening to it that night, and I was sitting there and said, "Man, I'm gonna make somebody like this." So I started making something, and I just yeah. sent him. He he was so thrilled to it; it almost made me cry. You know? <laughs> I mean, he really did because he, he was just when I spoke to him, talked to him, he, he was just elated about it. It almost made me cry, man. He was like, "Man, let me pass a man over this thing." I was just really, I was just woodshedding, as we call it. I was just messing around. You know? Wow. And, uh, he took it to another level, and uh, that that kind of stuff just warms your heart, makes you feel good, you know. Uh, but I'm willing, I'm willing to help any artist. Of course, now when I do those things, I do charge a little something because it does take time to do that. <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. It yeah. does. So let me ask you something before we get up out of here, because you're gonna have to come back and do a part three, because this is our second go around. You got to come <laughs> back and do it again, because I know you have so much information to give to the artists, especially the new and upcoming. You've worked with so many, like for years and years, and you've been in this thing for forty years, so you know the business. You, I mean, you, and even though you don't want to just speak on all of it, I think as time go on and we begin to um, talk about it, we're going to give them more information to where they're going to say, okay, I want to see and watch and know who this Daryl Simmons is. Because <laughs> the platform is huge. It really is. And so sometimes, you know, when people are working behind the scenes and you see a lot, you know, you don't say a lot, you see a lot. <laughs> And you know about right now where we're going to be in the next five to 10 years. I can just guarantee it. <laughs> and so as we go continue to do what we do, people are going to listen to you because they know that you've been there. And so sometimes it takes stepping on a toe or two to say, hey, you got to do it this way or that way, or you're not <laughs> going to make it because you've seen so many make it. Right, right. What would you say to the upcoming artists? That's in Southern soul or soul music, blues, R&B, whatever they want to call themselves. What would you say to them? Uh, the same thing that everybody, same thing that every other uh, kind of elite artist that you ask that question would say. Learn the business. Learn the difference between the music business and the business of music. You got you to do that if you want to be successful. It's the same. If you, if you want to own your own company, the first thing you got to do is learn the business of that company. And, mm -hmm. and this is no different. So yeah, that that that's the first thing I tell them. You know, don't come here expecting nothing overnight. You got to learn the business. You got to pay your dues. You got to got to get a name and, and grind, as my grandfather used to say. You got to get a name grind. You got to nurture it. You know, mm -hmm. don't come in here just expecting something. And that 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 is my message for any up and coming artist, and okay. an artist, and a, and, and a message to the artist that's not up and coming but not there yet. You just got to keep grinding. You gotta keep oh, doing absolutely. And, so and I got one more thing I wanna go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying and improving on that. You you gotta keep grinding, even though you then came from step one to step two. You trying to get to step three, so you still gotta you gotta nurture that step two. And, 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 you know, you gotta keep grinding, keep learning, keep listening, and, and until you get to that elite level, you know. Absolutely. So listen, we're gonna take one more commercial break. I wanna come back and talk about the award shows. We're going to take it out on the award shows. We're going to talk about how um, or what it takes for artists to be um, nominated and possibly win an award. So it's the Lady Coco Show, <laughs> y'all, with my guy, Daryl Simmons. Y'all stay tuned. We're going to take this last commercial break, and we will be right back. 